Okay. Hey everybody, welcome back. My hair looks different against this this one. You can actually see the red now. I don't blend in with the curtain. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> yes. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Um, how are you honestly feeling? I felt like this week was very long. Um, I hope you all are prepared for... Well, first of all, anytime us Texans or anybody that lives in the South know about hurricane season, hopefully you guys are prepared um if you don't know there are two storms in the gulf right now both expected to hit here tuesday at eight o'clock i don't know what to do <laughs> i have my tools i have you know batteries and you know radios and water and canned goods and shit but i like i don't know see couple years ago when Harvey hit I had just had ankle surgery so I was doped up on drugs good shit though but I was just doped up so I was out of it but yeah I had ankle surgery two days before Harvey hit <laughs> awesome right yeah my doctor loved me but um <laughs> but anyway yeah I really do hope you guys um are prepared um I have a lot to say I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit it all in today because um, I know sometimes I can get really long-winded. But yeah, this week has been a doozy, like a legit doohickey. Like, I don't even know what to call it. But I will say I want you guys, I want some of you guys to get your lives together like yesterday. And, you know, and who am I to judge you? I mean, I'll do the same you know but um no seriously but I didn't even introduce myself if you don't know I am Kenzie and I am the host of the Triguationary podcast and if you are a revolutionary or a visionary or anything with an airy on it you get the ah your girl could spit one day I don't know but a little double entendre you know what I'm saying but it was, um, but yeah, just sprinkle a little trill in it and think of me. Um, yeah, some of y'all really work my nerves and I want you to do better, but I don't know if I could even, I don't, I don't know if I could expect that out of some of you guys. Like, I've just been looking at my timeline like this <laughs> because y'all stress me out. Um, anyway, so first things first, I want to say, uh, you know, the DNC is going on right now. I actually am really curious to see the Republican uh, convention because I want to know if Melania is going to steal people's speeches. Um, but DNC is going on. I know a lot of people have their feelings about different people running and candidates and potential and all of these things. I completely understand that. I don't want to guilt trip anybody, but celebrating the some people are celebrating the 19th Amendment. Um, and I ran across this article about F Fannie Lou Hammer, Hamer, sorry. And 
it bothered me to my core because well first of all a lot of times she's not even mentioned she's she's not really mentioned whenever we talk about black activists or icons she's kind of like an afterthought because a lot of well depending on who you talk to i guess but a lot of people just automatically run to rosa parks you know but there was like fanny lou was in, in the mix too and she was on the front lines signed herself up to vote and signed other people up to vote as well and because she was outspoken and because she was determined not to let nobody tell her what she couldn't do like this woman is amazing can we pull up her uh the article it was in the smithsonian which they have a whole bunch of articles that are on there um about some amazing black women um so if you ever get a chance like just check it out because uh, they do have clips of her speeches and stuff too that she's made um but in her during her journey of registering people to vote and things like that um, white supremacists did attack her. They shot her house up 16. She has 16 bullet holes in her house. She wasn't there. Um, but it was just kind of like, like she knew that those bullets were meant for her. And she didn't stop that. She didn't stop there. She kept going. And there was a quote from her that said, um, well, it's quoted from the article. And it says the beating that she endured over four days in Winona left her physically disabled and with permanent scars. As she later explained, they beat me until my body was hard, till I couldn't bend my fingers or get up when they told me to. That's how I got this blood clot in my left eye. The sight's nearly gone now, and my kidney was injured from the blows that they gave me to the back. Like... I mean, nothing has changed since. Um, I also want to say that, you know, if voting really didn't matter, they really wouldn't be trying as hard as they are to stop you from doing it. Because I know just even even within Houston, um, I know I was one of those people. I stood in line for four hours just to vote. Um, I know people who didn't leave till after midnight in some other locations. But voter suppression is real. It's happening. It kind of never run away, actually. And also, if you haven't heard, like, I think I believe in California, like Uber and there might not be any more no, or, New, or in New York. I can't remember right now, but there might be no more Uber and Lyft. Like they might have to start going back to taxis. Um, and, you know, a lot of times Uber and Lyft during campaign time during uh voting time they would offer people free rides to uh to the polling places and back home so if you kind of look at it it's it is another way of voter suppression and it is happening again i'm not trying to make you do what you got nothing that you don't want to do but think of some of the ones that came before us and what they did have to endure um and just do right just do with it. We'll do whatever's in your heart, I guess you could say. But by saying that, the sexism is in the air. What the hell is wrong with y'all? Like, I'm kind of shocked because 
I expect racism, of course, but at this point, it's kind of like it was way more sexism than racism going on, and it's it's disturbing. But I mean, at the same time, what what should I expect? We still live in a patriarchal society, so a lot of things are beneficial for those people without vaginas um, <laughs> that can make rules about women's bodies and other decisions for other people, you know, that they they never experienced and speaking on experiences that they never had, you know. Um, so I just want to know, does the world deserve black women, especially women like Camilla? I know I don't like her. I didn't like her when she was running, especially after she got on Breakfast Club and was like, mm-hmm, I listened to Snoop's album and I rolled weed too. Like, and I smoked. Like, I was like, oh, Lord, she tap dancing like Hillary. I'm not here for it. And I kind of just, like, turned off from her from her then. But um, at the end of the day, she is very qualified, highly qualified, probably. I mean, better than a lot of these men, too. And I made the comments before. I know this is going to be a daunting task for her because they have already started. But probably within the first the first 20 minutes that she was announced, that's when you saw everything coming out. Um, I also want to remind you asshats, the picture that y'all circulate in trying to discredit her blackness and calling her a bed wench um, because of who she married. Um, the picture that y'all are circulating, those are her stepchildren. Those are not her biological children, so I'm going to need y'all to get y'all facts right before you start trying to smear people. But it's okay, because that's what y'all like to do. And I've seen people post, I was going to show you guys the pictures that I've seen of, I've seen pictures that I've seen uh, made of Camilla and Joe Biden um is quite disgusting um and to know that people i think amazon even had the t-shirts but they had joe in the hole um that's what they're referring to as camilla that's how they're referring to camilla as the hole and bed wench and all of these other things i mean are we surprised no but is it expected I just thought people would be better, but I do want to know like who actually does Camilla appeal to. I know she's probably split with, uh, with black women. I think some black women are on board and then others aren't, but I think she might be making pretty good leeway. Um, I'm curious as to are the Bernie stands like here for Camilla? Um, I don't know. I honestly think for her to get like real credibility or for people to kind of, I mean, it's hard to trust a politician at the end of the day, but to, I really, I don't know. I feel like she's going to have to take a moment and really sit down, even though she answered a lot of, a lot of questions and things like that when she was running, a lot of the head on questions about her, policies and things like that that she signed off on when she was 
uh, running, but I think she she's gonna have to sit down with like black men, um, because I think definitely think that's the demographic that is just really not feeling her. Um, like I really want an in depth science, like in depth break age breakdown of who people you know how people feel about her, but I definitely I think she needs to make some kind of conscious um, effort to sit down with black men and answer their questions i know there's a lot of misleading information about her um a lot of things that she did already answer so i think that may be the only other option for her to win over some people i am not a political strategist this is just my opinion (laughs) um but a lot of the a lot of people a lot of y'all that are um interested in tearing her down and ripping her to shreds and always have an opinion on something political um I really hope that you guys are that enthusiastic whenever it comes to your local local elections um I am curious as to um who's going to replace RBG and that is in the Supreme Court and our president gets to pick that that's something that's very detrimental to us right now and we have to get the right people in place it's really all i all i can say um another thing leave megan alone um i hate that megan even had to come out and show people like what like oh look look this is what really happened like i hate that she even had to do that i believe you megan you ain't have to prove nothing to me and i hate these naysayers and i really it just bothers me and how y'all calling her a snitch she ain't do nothing she was involved in the crime she was the victim and y'all niggas led takashi out of all people sit up here and attack her and call her a snitch when y'all done gave this nigga so much space to breathe i don't know i don't think so not up in here um anyway but yeah like it's just y'all just be doing too much um i hate that meg's integrity is being called to question i hate all of this um there are some things that i really can't say (laughs) on the mic but um like i need y'all to do better if you don't know what sexism if you don't know understand misogyny please look up look it up (sighs) because y'all stress me out and oh there's not really any proof that she was shot Oh, though, and then like y'all act like y'all are doctors. Those scars are not consistent with bullet wounds. Where are the bullet fragments? Where is it? Sir, if you are that detailed, who knows what you could, you could have been an archaeologist for all I care since you want to talk about bone, bones and bullet fragments and crap like that. Go put together a goddamn dinosaur and call me later. Anyway, but on to other things, brighter moments, happiness. I do want to take a moment to stand for Eve's Bayou. Um, I want to recognize Eve's Bayou because this was probably one of my favorite movies. 
ever in Spanish, when I was in Spanish class in college, we had to reenact the scene of a movie. So I picked the pineapple scene where Journey Smollett um, ran off ran off with the pineapple. Um, and I had to learn it in Spanish. And so I put the subtitles on the TV and wrote down the whole scene and performed it in front of my Spanish class. They laughed. I did good. So, <laughs> but this was a beautifully written movie. It was drenched in that Creole, um, Louisiana flavor, that feel, the accents, and uh, go to the next one. And Lynn Whitfield was beautiful, and she still is. I hated Megan Good. One, because of these little butt teeth that she has. So, definitely, she definitely got them shits fixed later on in life. But whatever. Um, but I, this movie was amazing. The fashion was beautiful. It was just amazing. And um, I mentioned Eve's Bayou because um, Journey Smollett is now in a new series. Which... They have adapted a H.P. Lovecraft. I am not necessarily into science fiction or horror, but they had, um, I mean, Jordan Peele and Misha Green. Misha Green, who is also, uh, who wrote Underground, things like that. She's uh, She's involved with this. When I tell you that the, okay, I'll get to that later. But this guy, this guy is who they're um, doing this series based on a lot of his uh, horror and sci-fi thoughts. They're very dark the, and the monsters are freaking ugly. But I did some research on him and he kind of came to this stuff by having really bad nightmares and he said like his mom and his aunt always walked around wearing black all the time and he was terribly scared of the dark so his dad I mean his grandpa um would make him face his fears and walk the halls at night to where he wouldn't be scared eventually he got over that um because I know I'm not the only one that has seen a, a low-key shadowy figure in the room. You know how your eyes play tricks on you. Or are they? But um, but he had a really big love for science fiction and uh, Greek, myth, uh, Greek mythology and things like that. And he created a monster. I do not know how to say it. It's like uh anyway the little shit is ugly the monster is so ugly and if you watch the series you'll see the little ugly little piece of shit and it is freaky it's is but it's not scary i'm one of the scariest people you know i don't watch i don't watch scary movies i don't do it i don't do um i would watch the new candy man only because uh Jordan Peele did it and because Candyman is fine but um and it was written by a black woman but that's probably like the only thing I do but anything it anything exorcist anything um 
I don't know. The, the, the scariest thing that I will watch is American Horror Story. That is it. But I have taken a liking to um, Lovecraft Country. And also, another interesting fact about that asshat, Mr. H.P. Lovecraft, is that he was terribly racist. Like, racist, racist. And I'm going to read one of his poems. When long ago the gods created Earth, in Jove's, I guess in Jove, I don't know, fair image, I guess it was like Jove, like Jehovah. Anyway, in Jove's fair image, man was shaped at birth. The beasts for lesser parts were never designed, yet were they too remote from mankind to fill the gap and join the rest to man the Olympian host conceived a clever plan. A beast they a beast they wrought in semi in semi-human figure, filled it with vice and ca- then called it a nigger. That was one of his poems. He's extremely racist. But I love the adaptation because now you have an all-black cast doing this. So let's show a picture of a part of the cast at least so this is one of the scenes and as you can see uh journey smollett is amazing she has a couple of running scenes and i am just really impressed that the girl actually can run i don't know if it bothers anybody like me because i'm very particular about certain stuff but i hate seeing like an action movie or some kind of scene where it requires some kind of physical activity and a person can't run. Like they have no like athletic bone in their body and it's really, really bad. I'm trying to think of a movie that has a perfect example. I'll even say like, no, I'll think on that. But yeah, but no, the girl actually can run. And I was like, oh my gosh, I live for this heroine. And I think this is going to be great. But Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, we have Journey, Smollett, she was in Friday Night Lights, Great Debaters, of course, Eve's Bayou, True Blood, and um, Atticus. Um, shit, what is his real name? Jonathan Mayers? Something like that. Show um, my future baby daddy. <laughs> People were talking about this man trying to say like he wasn't fine. And I honestly think he is pretty damn handsome. Some people was talking about his big nose and it was like, why you hating? Um, I think his big nose is, is fine. I would kiss him on his nose. I would let him hug me with that nose. I don't know why y'all hating, but... Yeah, Jonathan Mayers. Yes, he's a cute guy. I would take that. Like, yes. Oh, his body's amazing too. Oh my gosh, he's he's born in eighty nine, so he's he's my age. Ooh, but um, <laughs> but he he's from Dallas. Oh, you know something about them Dallas niggas. What? Duncanville. What? Yep. Mm. I'm telling you, Dallas, I mean, Texas, period. 
We have so many Olympians and like we have like the best athletes. Um, but yeah, so if you don't recognize him, that's absolutely fine because you're once you know him, you're gonna love him. But he was in Five Bloods, um, Last Man in San Fran, White Boy Rick, um, Gully, Jungle Land, um, and then we have Mr. Courtney B. Vance, who has been married to the beautiful and wonderful Angela Bassett since 1997. I'm excited to see him. Um, he has a notorious role in The Preacher's Wife. He was Reverend Biggs. That's who he was. And so if you just needed a face to the name. And um, he's Uncle George. He has He's been in a lot of TV uh, like series things like that but he has been in quite a few movies but we are only in the first episode I'm looking forward to the second episode because I think we're going to meet Atticus aka John Majors Jonathan Majors dad which is played by Mike K Williams his notorious role is of course from the wire and when they see us like you know exactly who we're talking about because he is he's an amazing actor i definitely put him up there with mahershala um eilie his his is too but um but yeah it's it's a really good series um if you're really into it um there's history that's mentioned throughout it uh, definitely something that i didn't know um why the white house is white painted white um it it's take on racism it smacks you in the face because a lot of the things and conversations that they're they were having of course they're still present there's a beautiful um speech insert from James Baldwin I love James Baldwin like a lot like I love him a lot um, his words are so eloquent. If you ever want to catch up on anything with James Baldwin, definitely check out I Am Not Your Negro. Um, it's not violent, anything like that. It's just that his words from 40, 50 years ago, like nothing has changed and like how relevant they still are today. Um, and I mean, his poetry is just like amazing. Like he has an amazing way with words. Um but all black cast, beautiful black cast. I'm curious to see, because uh, from what I heard from some other nerds that I talked to. So the first episode is like halfway through the first book. So we're already like five chapters in from the first episode. So I'm curious to see like how many is, if there's going to be a limited series, kind of like how Watchmen was just one season and then they're going to be done. Or if this is going to be taking on a whole bunch more, like, are they going to tackle other books by Lovecraft or, or what? I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm scared to read anything that Lovecraft wrote. Um, Cause if you saw the monsters, you would be, too <laughs> um I'm trying not to give any spoilers away but it's really interesting to see that like science fiction and horror 
was popular among black people even back then. And why y'all made fun of people, you know, back in high school when they were into that kind of stuff? My mama was into it. The Twilight Zone, Crip Keeper, um, anything sci-fi. And I would, I would ask her, like, why are you watching these super C-minus-ass movies? And she was like, because they're funny. You can see the strings. Like, okay, sis, if you say so. Uh, um, <laughs> but my mom is the one who started get who started me watching like Star Trek and all kind of things like that. And they're actually they're really good shows. They are really good sto- uh, shows. Um, Star Wars is a very good series. Um, yeah. So if you you know if you have time, definitely check out uh, Lovecraft Country. Um. I'm trying to think on what else without giving stuff away. If you do want to, oh, I think I already said, like, I I never watched Underground because I kind of didn't want to be reminded about slave times and movies and shit. But I did, however, watch the first episode yesterday, and it's it's shot really beautifully. Um, I love cinematography. I don't think I could be the person behind the camera. <laughs> but uh but yeah like it's it's shot really beautifully and um jj abrams did had a lot to do with the cinematography and stuff like that too in lovecraft but yeah i'm trying to think of anything i mean ain't shit else on tv watch fucking lovecraft it comes on sundays in the old insecure slot on hbo so support 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 and let me know what y'all think, because I really want to spill everything. Also, I just want you guys to continue to be the best human being possible. Um, I really just want y'all to do better. Um, believe women. Believe black women. Because the one thing that I can say with the whole Tory Lanez thing, if it would have been a white girl, y'all wouldn't be asking no questions. I know that. But all because it's Meg, all because she sings about certain stuff, she deserves it. If we're going to hold her to that standard, what are some of your other favorite rappers singing about? Um, I want Meg to get better. I hope that she takes a step back. And, you know, I, I want... Everybody, because there's R.I.P. to the young lives that were lost in my city, in Port Arthur and Beaumont area, within the past two weeks or whatever. Um, Please examine who you have around you as friends. Because um, it, there's been a lot of stuff going on lately that have, I mean, we know with homicides and things like that, um, even you know um yeah it's usually somebody that you know um please what if they if they show you who they are believe them the first time um it really hurts my feelings that that has happened to you know families families have to bury loved ones and have to deal with the fact that some of these people that they actually broke bread with you know, are the ones who killed their loved ones, things like that. Watch who you hang with, watch your friends, um, or watch the people who you call friends. And 
Because I want to. Oh, I don't want to say that. But yeah, just watch out who you hang who you hang with. Um, follow your intuition. Be the best human being possible. Love is love. Clean up after yourself. Throw your mask away. And please switch your mask. Don't be wearing the same grind, grimy-ass mask everywhere. Wash your damn hands. And a lot of places have restocked on uh, stuff. Make sure you clean all the things that you touch on a daily basis all the time. And um, in the words of Asante, stay black and protect your magic. Uh, this has been the Trillionary Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at T-R-I-L-L-K-I-N-S-E-Y. And, um, yeah, bye.